السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف المرسلين نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين أما بعد In the last two weeks, we've been talking about this blessed month of Ramadan that is fast approaching. We have uh, a little over perhaps three weeks. And favors from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this month. And perhaps it is difficult to retain all of them in our minds. And in order to simplify things, we should aim for four main <coughs> blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to receive in this blessed month of Ramadan. Four. That we keep in our, at the forefront of our minds throughout this period, which is the time of preparation, and throughout the month of, of Ramadan. The first one is maghfirah, forgiveness. Because Allah forgives the sins of people during the month of Ramadan. And that is, minor sins are forgiven because of the fast and because of the taraweeh and because of uh, spending the last 10 nights uh, of Ramadan in worship and spending Laylatul Qadr in worship. And ultimately, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives all of those who have fasted in the last night of, of Ramadan, or last day of Ramadan. So the first is forgiveness. Because we are khatta'un. We are sinners. We sin day and night. And those sins become obstacles between us and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And also obstacles between us and attaining success in this world and in the hereafter. So forgiveness is what we seek. The second, protection from hellfire. Rasulullah said or informs us that Allah Azza wa Jal removes people from the list of the dwellers of hellfire every night of Ramadan. And so every night of Ramadan, there are certain people who up to that point had deserved to be punished in hellfire. Not that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not know. Allah has the knowledge of ghayb. And so Allah was aware that they are going to make these efforts and they are going to be protected. But so far, they have been deserving of the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because of their choices and their lifestyle. But here, and their actions, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decides to do what? Protect them from hellfire. And that is ultimate success. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَمَنْ زُحْزَ عَنِ النَّارِ وَأُدْخِلَ الْجَنَّةَ فَقَدْ فَاز The one who is protected from hellfire and granted entry into paradise. Automatically, if you are protected from hellfire, you enter paradise. There is no third place. 
فَقَدْ فَازِ Indeed, that person has attained success. This is why in Adhan you say what? حَيَّ عَلَى الصَّلَاحِ حَيَّ عَلَى الْفَلَاحِ Come to prayer, come to success. Why? Because مِفْتَاحُ الْجَنَّةِ الصَّلَاحِ The key to the gate of paradise is prayer. So this is the second matter that we seek. Forgiveness, protection from hellfire. The third is the quality of taqwa. Which is how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala introduces Ramadan to us in the Quran by saying, Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu kutiba alaykum as-siyamu kama kutiba ala ladhina min qablikum. Fasting has been prescribed for you the way it was prescribed for nations before you. What do we hope to attain, Ya Allah? La'allakum tattaqun. So that you may attain taqwa. The reason it says may is that some of you will fast correctly and so they will attain taqwa. And others will not, they will not attain taqwa. It doesn't mean that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah is uh, just and so he rewards people in accordance to their, to their efforts. We want to gain taqwa. This is number three. Whoever attains taqwa has attained all goodness in this world and in the hereafter. And that is the, the advice that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us, the admonishment that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us and people before us. Allah says in the Quran, وَلَقَدْ وَصَّيْنَا الَّذِينَ أُوتُوا الْكِتَابَ مِنْ قَبْلِكُمْ وَإِيَّاكُمْ أَنِتَّقُوا اللَّهِ We have advised those who have received revelation prior to you and yourselves. Be conscious of Allah. Be, have taqwa. In our every khutbah, the khatib, the verse that it is recited is what? يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اتَّقُوا اللَّهِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu attaqullaha haqqa tuqatihi wa la tamutunna illa wa antum muslimun. What is the relationship? If you do not have taqwa, there is no guarantee that you will die as a Muslim. This is our every, every person, if you ask every person in what state you want to die, they will tell you, I want to state in a, die in a state of, of Islam. And so Allah says that fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, be conscious of Allah, have taqwa in order to die as a Muslim. Because without taqwa, you are not guaranteed. <coughs> Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَمَنْ يَتَّقِ اللَّهَ يَجْعَلْ لَهُ مَخْرَجًا Whoever has taqwa, attains taqwa, Allah will make a way out for him from every difficulty. وَيَرْزُقْهُ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَحْتَسِبُ And Allah will provide for him from means or channels that he did not expect. The one who has taqwa in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah will facilitate all his affairs.
He will make his affairs easy, whether those are affairs of this world or the hereafter. But more importantly, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Wallahu yuhibbul muttaqeen. Allah loves the muttaqun. And so if you are loved by Allah, then you have gained. Because in the hadith Qudsi, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that, O oh my servant, if you find me, you have found everything. Because everything is in the domain and control of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. No matter what it is that you seek in this world, right? And our aims and intentions in terms of, you know, worldly achievements are different. Yes, in terms of akhirah, we all want to gain forgiveness, protection from hellfire, enter paradise. Every believer has the same, the same goal. In terms of worldly achievements, everybody has their own uh, dreams and the things that they wish to. To achieve all of that is in the control of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wealth in the control of Allah. It is Allah that makes one wealthy and it is Allah who makes one poor. You're seeking health. When I am sick, it is He who cures me. You seek uh, honor and to be respected and to be valued Allah says honor is what in the control of Allah you want a position of authority so that you can serve your your ummah and your nation and your community and people you give kingdom kingship to whom you wish and you take it away from whom you wish and so anything that you want to attain in this world is in the control of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and so when you become beloved to Allah one is that we all love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in different degrees Although our love is not very, uh, we are not very committed in terms of our love for Allah. We love ourselves more than we love Allah. That is the truth, reality. If you become beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the hadith Qudsi, فَإِذَا أَحْبَبْتُهُ كُنْتُ سَمْعَهُ الَّذِي يَسْمَعُ When somebody, when a human being, when a servant of mine becomes beloved to me, I become his hearing, I become his sight. We say that about people that we trust and we love, that you are my eyes, you are my ears. His hand with which he takes. His foot with which he walks. If he asks of me, I will most certainly grant him what he asks. This is the consequence of what? Being beloved to Allah. And if he seeks protection, then I will most certainly protect him. So this is what? Number three, taqwa. Number four? Who can guess number four? I will be very happy. Sabr. Sabr. MashaAllah. You see? 
Next week, maybe you should. Sabr. <laughs> <laughs> the fourth one, sabr. Sabr, sabr. Why? Because, again, here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Wallahu yuhibbu sabirin. Those who have the quality of sabr are beloved to Allah. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, As-sabr nisful iman. Sabr is half of iman. Some of the Sahaba radiallahu anhu say that the one who has no sabr has no iman. And the month of Ramadan is known as what? Wahuwa shahrus sabr. It is the month of sabr. Meaning this is where you train and learn sabr. And it may be that you know, you are gradually gaining more and more of this quality, but that means that you are gradually getting closer and closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and becoming beloved to Allah. Why? Because when you are fasting, you can't eat, you can't drink, you can't fulfill carnal desires, right? And you can't do haram. And in the face of all of that, you are suffering hunger, thirst, headache, uh, fatigue and sabr is what sabr is to remain firm in terms of the worship of Allah to fulfill the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and persevere the nafs at times doesn't want to fulfill the command of Allah to do the obligation for example salah the nafs doesn't want salah I'm busy now I'm enjoying myself now sabr makes you what no I have to persevere this is the command of Allah so fulfill the command Sabr also, refraining from, from sin. Your nafs is drawing you to what? To fulfill its desire. It wants it. But you need sabr in order to refrain from disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the third type of sabr is uh, being patient and accepting hardship. And so in the month of Ramadan, you are collating or fulfilling all of these conditions of sabr. And we said, the merit of sabr is what? That Allah loves as sabirin And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِنَّمَا يُوَفَّ الصَّابِرُونَ أَجْرَهُمْ بِغَيْرِ حِسَابٍ That the people of sabr will be granted reward without measure. And so these are the four things that we wish and we seek to gain from the month of Ramadan. That is why preparation is, is essential. And it doesn't mean that we are going to uh, attain them uh, to the highest degree but even if we get some taqwa some patience then we are getting closer to our goal which is becoming beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala number one we are seeking forgiveness number two we are seeking protection from hellfire number three we are seeking taqwa number four we are seeking sabr this is what we want from Ramadan. Often we say things like, oh yes, we fast in order to uh, remember the poor and feel their suffering. And okay, this is, this is secondary. Primary reasons, these are the four primary reasons. Because, you know, Allah did not, th there is wisdom in every command of Allah. Right? If that was the case, then zakah would have been compulsory upon finishing the month of Ramadan. Your yearly zakah. Why? Because that is how the poor are going to survive. 
If that was the case, then the fast of Ramadan would not be compulsory on those who are poor. For example, just like zakat is not compulsory on one who is poor. You don't have nisab, you don't pay zakat. You don't have nisab, you don't fast the month of Ramadan. And so this is, and there are many secondary reasons why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, every command of Allah is filled with the wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the mercy of Allah. Allah does not take from us. Allah gives us and grants us. He blesses us. But these are the four main uh, things that we seek to attain in the month of Ramadan. And for that, we need to exert ourselves and show our eagerness and uh, put in some, some effort in order to uh, gain these blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As Rasulullah says, Ala inna sil'atallahi ghaliyah. The merchandise of Allah is expensive. It doesn't come cheap. Jannah doesn't come cheap. Protection from hellfire doesn't come cheap. The love to, to be worthy of the love of Allah does not come cheap. Ala inna sil'atallahi al-jannah. Allah is inviting to paradise. Wallahu yad'u ila dar salam Allah is inviting to paradise. The abode of peace, the home of peace. Eternal life, eternal health, eternal beauty, eternal happiness. And for that, he asks of us to do what? In Allah min al-mu'minina anfusahum wa amwalahum. Commit yourself and whatever you have. Commit it for the cause of Allah and Allah Azza wa will grant you what he promises. Subhanallah wa bihamdi, subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika nashadu an la